Hello and welcome. This is Sean, Charlie, and Thomas. And you're listening to Sparkcast. Someone's always enunciating an extra second over there, but all right. (laughs) Today, we're actually going to be looking at a book that is a choose your own adventure, but because choose your own adventure is copyright some other company, it's actually called Find Your Fate, dot, 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 Junior, The Transformers, More Than Meets the Eye, Dinobots Strike Back. That is a lot of text. This is the first book in the Find Your Fate series. We actually looked at one of the books previously involving the Insecticons. We are going to be reading a book and choosing the path that we take and hope that we can defeat the Decepticons. I was trying to look for the writer before this began, but his name does not actually exist in Amazon.com for associated to any book, even this book. And his name is not in Wikipedia, nor does it have an entry in the tfwiki.net. However, it does have the illustrator, William Schmidt, who did all of these Find Your Fate books. Okay, he did all the covers and the interiors for every single one of these books. All right, but that's all that is listed by him. So he did also illustrate about 15 to 20 of the Choose Your Own Adventure books, actually, from 1979 all the way up to 1998. So he was used to doing a lot of art for those books. uh, So it was only natural, I guess, they hired him to also do these... uh, non-copyrighted Choose Your Own Adventure books, as well as the series Choose Your Own Nightmare was another one he did, which never even heard of those before. Wow. Hey, Charlie, there's also a Find Your Fate gem, The Secret of Rainbow Island book as well. Covered that one. (laughs) (laughs) As well, some Indiana Jones, G.I. Joes. Yeah. Woo. I'm actually feeling a little excited about this one. Yeah, I don't know why there it's not coming up. Was it called? It's been Dino a long Bust? time since I've read one of these like choose your own adventure style books. So find your fate, find your fate. Oh, okay, copyright infringement. Don't get a suit. <laughs> there must be another Todd Casey when I mentioned the writer earlier, because there is a oil painters color handbook by Todd Casey that came out this year. As well as some other Casey Todd. Todd, Casey Todd. Yes, that's yeah. His but his name is Casey Todd, and even though I'm searching for it, it would always go back and revert it. Like that's not a real name. The writer I just could not find anywhere. As for the artist, he's not even credited on any of the Amazon books for Find Your Fate. Yeah, they keep putting only the writer for these books and never that guy, the artist, as if they want to just pretend he never existed. Apparently. This guy looks like he used some action figures to draw this stuff a little bit, but it actually is appealing because it has that nice atmospheric stuff going on. That's that's pretty nice.
according to this book, <clears throat> the Decepticons have attacked the Dinobots in their wilderness camp and with their mind control device have turned the Dinobots into sworn enemies of the Autobots. Megatron is thrilled that the Dinobot rebellion has begun. The Dinobots must be stopped before they completely destroy the Autobots. But how? Now it's time to begin. So I like the, uh, the first picture we get is just a pencil grayscale sketch. Well, drawing. Sorry. It's like a pencil drawing, but and they're all colored in grayscale and various types of grays, obviously, because it's a black and white book. I mean, I'm, I'm really, I really like this attempt. Nice. Drawing. I don't think it's perfect, but I, mm-hmm. I like that it's so different. And I love just pencil drawings and stuff like that. So I like the detail, but it's hard to make out all the different Dinobots. The way they pose them is really weird. This has watercolor, like so is, is this, do you think this was really originally grayscale, or did the book just not have the budget to have color pictures, and then they, you know... They well, remember, the well, this is a paperback page. book with yeah. 100 pages in it. It wouldn't be color. It would just be a normal paperback book, like the Choose Your Own Adventure books. Yeah, it looks like the the drawing for it though instead of just being yeah the original illustration yeah, that was original... placed in the book was that color yeah, yeah because i do see color, painted trees color. in the background or watercolor trees so who wants to begin the first chapter of our story i'll go ahead the dinobots are powerful transformers in robot form they are mighty warriors when they transform into giant dinosaurs they are almost unstoppable the dinobots grimlock slag Sludge, Snarl, and Swoop are feeling disagreeable today. (laughs) They are bored as they sit by the river that runs through Hidden Valley. The Autobot leader, Optimus Prime, has asked them to keep a lookout there for approaching Decepticons. With the flick of his Energo sword, Grimlock flicks a stone into the river. Sludge grunts, me bored, no action. Sludge kicks a rock into the river and splashes Slag. Hey, Slag wet yells the irritable Slag. That makes Slag mad. He gives Sludge a shove, which Sludge returns. The two Dinobots start to fight. While the Dinobots argue, push, and shove, they neglect their lookout duties. That is too bad because they miss the sight of the evil Insecticons' bombshell and kickback approaching from the north. Stealthily, the Insecticons slip behind a stand of fir trees a hundred feet from the riverbank. Suddenly, a ball of fire lights the sky as Bombshell shoots a mortar at the squabbling dinobite. Dinobots. I like the way this is written. It's pretty nice. Kaboom! Yeah, this actually seems like... <laughs> it's, it, it seems like this would actually be aimed at an older audience compared to most of these books. Not, not, not like... Probably, probably not intentionally, but, but yeah. somebody probably just wrote prose. They're like, okay, we need somebody to write a good story for this. And... <laughs> wrote they knew how to write (laughs) which is actually pretty decent Um, Mm -hmm. kaboom the mortar explodes at their feet knocking down grimlock slag snarl and sludge only swoop sees the bomb coming seconds before it explodes he transforms into his pterodactyl form and tries to fly to safety in a nearby tree although he escapes the bomb injures one of his powerful wings swoop watches in horror as the bombshell transforms into his tiny insect form and starts to attack the other dinobots bombshell uses his stinger to inject cerebro shells into the heads of the unconscious dinobots 
Now he can control the minds of his victims. Bombshell turns back to his robot form and orders Kickback to report to Megatron. Tell our great leader that I, Bombshell, have complete control over the Dinobots. Megatron will reward us well for this, says Kickback as he leaves for Decepticon headquarters. Bombshell faces the groggy Dinobots and says, Hear me. From now on, you will think of the Autobots as your mortal enemies. Your mission is to destroy them and their pathetic Earth friends. Now transform! Swoop watches his friends turn into their dinosaur forms. The Dinobot Rebellion has begun. This is funny because it's the opposite of the UK comics where Swoop is the one, I think, who is mind-controlled by an Earth scientist. All right. Bombshell is beside himself with delight. This is wonderful, he thinks. If the Dinobots can cause lots of trouble, then we can get on with the rest of our plan. This is only the first step. Every thought that Bombshell thinks is transferred into the minds of the Dinobots. But Bombshell doesn't care what they know. He is their master now. Swoop must stop his friends before they attack the Autobots and the humans. Even with his bad wing, Swoop can move faster than the other Dinobots. Should he fly to Optimus Prime at Autobot headquarters and warn him that the Dinobots are under Insecticon control? But by then, the Dinobots will have already done a lot of damage. Perhaps he should try to fight Bombshell and force him to release the Dinobots. The ultimatum. I feel like one uh, swooping Dinobot is not going to take on seven to seven Transformers by himself. I feel like that's just multiple bad ends. <laughs> like, and they're talking about there before they do damage. Damage to what? Uh, nature, because he told him to go destroy like the Earth or Earth people and stuff like that. Uh, hey, this might be another book where we might get to see some more dead humans because that's somehow appropriate for kids. <laughs> so let's see. We've got Swoop should fly back to Optimus Prime at Autobot headquarters. Or Swoop should stay and fight Bombshell. <laughs> so how do we want to do this? Do we want to vote or do we want to take turns choosing a direction? Vote. Vote? Yeah, there'll okay. always be a tiebreaker because there's three of us. Thomas? Head to op Autobot headquarters. All right. I also vote for Autobot headquarters to see Optimus Prime. Um, I think we're unanimous in that. Okay. <laughs> he stays to fight like this final boss guy. He's he's toast. Sorry. Yeah, the Insecticons are deceptively strong and smart. And it seems like they always get the upper hand against whoever they face. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I was like clicking through some of these. Stop cheating. Yeah, you know, the, stop cheating. The path, we, the path we didn't choose. Stop cheating. Because <laughs> it's okay. like, all right. Who wants to do an Optimus Prime voice? <laughs> I can't. Who well. is worthy? <laughs> Thomas? Did you read your? Oh, yeah, you just read. Okay. It's your turn, um, I think. Soup flies north to Ottawa headquarters. Upon landing, he transforms the robot form and bursts into the war room, where he finds Optimus Prime pointing at a map. These reports from Hound just don't make any sense, Optimus Prime is saying. Why would the Dinobots tear up the farmland outside Hidden Valley? They know they are supposed to protect humans, not harm them. Finally, the Autobot leader notices Swoop, 
Do you know what's going on? He demands as a hush falls over the room. Terrible, bad things happen to Dinobots, Swoop explains. Bombshell sting the Dinobots. Only me, Swoop, get away. Now Bombshell, the Dinobots boss. Me no understand. Optimus Prime faces the other Autobots squarely. Bombshell must have stung the Dinobots with his Cerebro shells, he tells them. Once Bombshell plants a Cerebro shell, he controls his victim's mind. Now that they are under Bombshell's control, the Dinobots are a threat not only to the humans we have pledged to protect, but to ourselves as well. They must be stopped. I'm glad he's able to translate swoop <laughs> to a song. Okay, we know what he's saying, but mm-hmm. do, do the Dinobots really have to be that dumb? <laughs> oh, they all speak in third person. They they all sound like cavemen, basically. They, they're mm-hmm. um, primitive brains. <laughs> so, I, I hate that this place is called Hidden Valley because I keep thinking of ranch dressing and it's making me hungry. <laughs> exactly. That was the first thing I thought, too. Hidden Valley Ranch. <laughs> mm, I'm thinking about like a buffalo wing dipped in Oh, Jesus. Valley. Sorry, I accidentally looked at the choices. Please uh, read, Charlie, before my eyes wander. Okay. Continue. <laughs> All right. Optimus Prime turns into Prowl. What? Oh, whoops. Hold up. Back it up. Not that type of transformer. <laughs> Optimus Prime turns to Prowl, his logical-minded second-in-command. I don't want to destroy our friends, Prowl, he says. Do you have any suggestions? We know that the Dinobots will soon pass through farms and cities and cause even more damage says the sensible Prowl. From that point of view, I suggest that a direct and quick attack is our best plan. However, I can consult the memory bank of the ARC's computer to see if it can come up with another plan. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Optimus Prime thinks. He knows that Prowl is right. The Dinobots will cause unbelievable destruction when they arrive at populated areas. Maybe he shouldn't waste precious time with the ARC's computer memory. (laughs) But the Dinobots have been loyal friends, and there may be information that can save the Earth and the Dinobots, too. (laughs) What was the point of... (laughs) Why would he consult Prowl? Prowl tells him, hey, let's let's look at the ARC's computer. What are our choices? He's like, oh, no, let's not waste time with that. (laughs) Okay. Optimus Prime should consult the ARC's computer memory banks, or the Autobots should destroy the Dinobots immediately by launching a massive attack. No. Really? That that's is a, not... That's a, non, that's a non-choice. That is not <laughs> well, the Autobot I mean, that way. Could be, those are choices, but like, why can't... There's also the choice of doing both. Why can't some of the guys go install while one guy stands around with the computer? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Go yeah, destroy some of Don Dinobots while doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, well, we know what the, the, the clear choice is here. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, the fact that it says destroy them, like, it, it just sounds way too un-Autobot-like. So I would say memory banks. What about you guys? Yeah, looks like they're steering us there. God dang it. Put them back in their hole. Yeah. Okay, so Optimus Prime is going to go consult the ARC's computer memory banks. Next. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, yeah. Optimus Prime, Prowl, Windcharger, Mirage, and Swoop form a semicircle around the computer memory banks. Precious minutes go by <laughs> as the huge computer whirls and clicks. Finally, a message appears on the screen. Do we know how long it took it to calculate? Was it really that long that we thought we could destroy everyone first? But anyway. Minutes. Minutes. A magnetic pull. A magnetic pull will dislodge Cerebro shells. Windcharger is the Autobot best equipped for this task. There is danger. A magnetic force too powerful could pull Dinobots apart, shattering components. Exact force required is unknown at this time. Can you do it? Yeah. Prowl asks Windcharger. Windcharger is not sure. He doesn't know how close he will have to stand. If he stands too far away, his magnetic field might not be strong enough to pull out the Cerebro shells. Yet if he stands too close, his magnetic field might cause the Dinobots to be pulled apart as they come in contact with it. It will be a risky business. Prowl urges Optimus Prime to make a quick decision. According to my calculations, he says, the Dinobots are approaching Bandit's Bluff. They'll reach the nearest city in 15 minutes. We don't have a second to lose. I forget what Prowl even sounds like. Might have a southern accent. I tried to put a <laughs> drop of cornball in there. <laughs> Thomas. I have another idea, suggests Mirage. I could use my electro disruptor to cast a Mirage at the edge of Bandit's Bluff, which overlooks the ocean. What good would that do? asks Jazz. Well, Mirage continues thoughtfully, I can create an image of Optimus Prime standing on the bluff. When the Dinobots see him, they will think it's really Optimus Prime and they'll attack. They will run right through the image and fall into the ocean. Excellent, says Prowl. The water and the fall will knock them out without really hurting them. Because then it's it will a be funny cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but they're falling off a cliff and be like, that's not going to do any damage. Yeah, it will. Not to these guys, yeah. That sounds like it will kill them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damage them and then they won't be able to swim away. They'll just be in the ocean, the bottom they'll of get, the ocean. They'll get water in their circuits and they'll sink to the bottom. <laughs> then it will be a civil matter to capture them and have Windcharger remove the cerebral shells safely back at the Ark. I don't know, murmurs Windcharger. I think it would be better to use my magnetic fill. That type of response just makes it seem like that's a dumb plan. Come on. Like, well, what are you talking well, about? There's two things about this. One, why does Windcharger then need to be the one to take them out once they're at the Ark? They could just have Ratchet do it. Like, why does yeah, he need to just true. stand near them and be like electromagnetic now? Oh, too far away. I guess I'll slowly walk forward while they're unconscious until it pops out. I guess that's their plan. And also, no, it's not Mirage. It's Hound that would be creating that hologram. Sorry. Yeah, that's, Technicality. Yep. I don't know. I'm, uh, I could see both options. Optimus Prime. Sh uh, oh, so read our options, Thomas. Sorry. Taking your thunder. Optimus Prime should let Mirage create an illusion. Or no. he should he should let Windcharger use his magnetism to remove the cerebral shells. Why do I feel like I want to choose the Windcharger option, but I feel like we'll get a bad end and he'll just completely destroy all of them somehow, and then we'll get a horrible ending where we just slaughtered all our friends trying to help them. Okay, so well, well, how would he kill all of them? Maybe the first attempt will kill one of them. Then they will learn from the second one, and, and then they'll try to uh, do it a better You don't understand. Way. These are books that aren't part of any continuity. Writers do whatever they want. They could be like, well, he's dead now, like that Starscream <laughs> that died in our last book. 
These are Dinobots. I, they aren't. They aren't so smart. They all run off the cliff together. <laughs> so. I already feel a sense of uh, a trend where, like, <laughs> you know, they propose one plan and then they propose the other one, but they always mean stick with the plan, like the original stuff. I'm I. I feel like I want to. I want to choose. You know what? I'm going to choose what I feel like I wanted to choose. I'm not going to do what I think they want. He's okay. one charger should go and do it. Charlie, what are you thinking? I vote for Wind Charger just because the first option is just diabolical. If he creates that illusion and they run off the edge, I think they're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I my first impulse was. But it, it does say that they're not going to die, so I, I could pick that one. And then they're going to go, what, fish them out of the ocean? <laughs> There's more risk that the, the magnet will pull them apart and wind charger mm -hmm. can't doesn't know how to time his own magnet or whatever. I don't know. He gets out. very confident there in that very last sentence. So, mm. I mean, that is a I, longer sentence. <laughs> I mean, if, if the Mirage, if the, if the Optimus prime illusion was actually going to lead them into a trap, maybe it'd be easier, but they have to already be waiting down there in the water to like capture them. Wouldn't they? I'm just going to go with wind charger. Cause that was my initial thing. Even though I'm second guessing him killing all the Dinobots, uh, you almost made one me of them the is taking one. us to page sixty-six, and one of them is taking us to page forty-five. Wait, how do you know what pages it's taking no, you to? No, you can't cheat. I'm hovering over the URL. I can see the oh, link. Okay. The oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I don't, I don't know what what happens, but I know one's taking us way further in the book. <laughs> oh, is that is that the second or the first one? The second one is taking us to page sixty-six. Oh, okay. I see. If I you, guess. Um, but that could be the end of the book. That that could be like I yeah, I don't know how long end. the book is, but yes, it could be the end. <laughs> Though in multiple choice tests, if you're not sure at all, you're supposed to pick the longest answer. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, we, we made a decision. We're gonna stick with it, okay? We're let's, going to the second let's one. Let's go with the I, Okay, uh, I'm going with the all right. Oh, okay. No. You, you were outvoted, Sean. No, I wanted Wind Charger. I just went back to him anyway and said, screw it. Oh, okay. Well, then you're outvoted, Charlie, right? I, yeah, no, we all, was, we all agree. I'm changing time. my mind. I think oh. I want to let Mirage just create the illusion. Okay. You're going to have to change uh, your mind in the alternate reality. But we're it's two to, to one. Plan. So okay. we have to go to Wind right. Charger's plan. I clicked <laughs> okay. it. All right. All right. What a coincidence, Charlie. You're up, and that's exactly what the first two words of the sentence are. <laughs> oh, that is weird. All right, Wind Charger, says Optimus Prime. You can try your plan. I'll stay here at the Ark to confer with Skids. He has some urgent business to discuss. Wind Charger roars up the winding road to the bluff, a red sports car leading a small convoy of cars. They arrive at the Windy Bluff just as the Dinobots appear in the distance. Windcharger has to decide where to stand as the Dinobots pass by. He knows that his magnetism will be strong enough if he stands 40 feet from the Dinobots' path. If he stands farther back, he'll be less likely to hurt the Dinobots, but he's also not sure if his magnetism will be able to pull out the cerebral shells. Windcharger should stand 40 feet from the Dinobots. When Charger should stand farther back. <laughs> Those are like two choices. I feel like Ouch. if he stands further back, it's not going to work, and then they're going to eat him and rip him to shreds. <laughs> and... 
I think he should trust in himself that his magnetism is strong enough to not pull them to pieces. But um, yeah, I don't care. They're the Dinobots, so if they die, you know, whatever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going with the first option, but I want to. I want to ask. Like they're they're acting like time is of the essence. This is a big deal that the Dinobots are rampaging. Like we got to do something about it. But Optimus is like. Go ahead, take care of that wind charger, but I'm gonna stick around. I got a meeting with uh, Skid over here. We're just gonna handle some some Autobot business. <laughs> got to check yeah. the books over here. This is critical. I kind of want to know what Optimus wanted to meet up with Skids about. That must have been some serious stuff. Maybe Optimus believes wind charger is gonna die, so he's <laughs> like, "We got to come up with another plan, guy." I didn't have the guts to tell him. I think wind charger is actually affected by one of those cerebral shells. I didn't want to tell everybody. <laughs> I know he's going to switch sides and be on the Dinobot side. <laughs> I still think he should just stand 40 feet because as if they're injured, you have a ratchet to repair them. And hopefully you won't blow them up by ripping their whole memory circuits out with the cerebro shell. So just stand 40 feet. Just do it. Stand 40 feet. Yep. Stand I agree. 40 feet. Do yeah. it. Let's do it. Hit the button. All right, let's go. My finger is on the button. All right. Windcharger decides he has to stop the Dinobots at all costs. As they clunk by, he stands 40 feet away and releases a powerful magnetic field. The Dinobots stop dead in their tracks as if they run into a steel wall. They look stunned. Then suddenly, they jerk into motion. Grimlock rears up snapping his jaws while Sludge whacks the ground with his tail. Meanwhile, Slag runs up, repeating the save movements again and again like crazed wind-up toys. Faster and faster they go, his arms and legs start to fly through the air. Watch out, yells Pro. Here comes Sludge's tail. Oh God, his whole tail removed from his body is flying at Pro. <laughs> Can we just put, Roger, no. Can we just I, I like put the... these guys back together, though? <laughs> I like this picture is like not really showing just how bad it is. All it shows is the nose plate of Grimlock flying away and some screws when it sounds like it's more horrible than it actually is. This is only the second picture in our journey, by the way, that we've looked at. We never actually did comment on the cover, but yeah. All right, what happened? <laughs> what happens next, Thomas? Broom. The huge slab of metal lands on the edge of the bluff with a tremendous thud. In seconds, the Autobots are shielding themselves from fragments of metal that are flying through the air. Then it becomes very quiet. When the Autobots stare to look, they see Grimlock, Slag, Snarl, and Sludge in pieces strewn across the ground. Prowl walks over and picks up three small pieces of metal. So these are cerebral shells, he says sadly. I will have to study them. Windcharger sighs. <laughs> My magnetism was too much for them. I didn't want this to happen. But it has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Swoop, the once mighty Dinobots have met the same fate as the original dinosaurs. They are now extinct. <laughs> oh, God. man. <laughs> we reached the bad ending. Oh, my God. Oh. That's funny. Can we just go back one and see what would have happened? <laughs> so, you guys want to know something terrible? In the option where it said destroy the Dinobots, uh-huh. I clicked on it and now I'm reading it, and it was just two pages of them fighting and then banging Grimlock's head against something, and the Cibero shell just falls out. 
and then they're saved and that's it. I'm like, but the option was destroy, not go and fight. So that was actually a good ending, but it was a very short one. Cheap shot. And Mirage's also was an instant win, good ending. They just fall to the cliff and they're like, oh, hey, while they can't swim, we're going to take out the shells and boom, good ending. Let's see what happens if Wind Charger stands yeah, back. I want to read what happens if he stands back. It might be Wind Charger's death in this one. Let's see. <laughs> Wind Charger stands about 100 feet from the stampede, stampeding Dinobots and transmits a magnetic field. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> As Grimlock, Slag, Snarl, and Sludge lumber by, the four Cerebro shells fall to the ground. Suddenly, the Dinobots stop short. They look confused. Prowl steps forward. How do you feel, yes? No good, <laughs> Grimlock confesses. <laughs> Who are your friends? Prowl asks, testing. Slag, sludge, snarl, swoop, answers Grimlock. And what about the Autobots? asks Prowl. Grimlock hesitates a moment. Autobots good. Autobots friend. The dumbfounded Dinobots watch as the Autobots cheer and clap. Back at the Autobot headquarters that night, Optimus Prime congratulates Windcharger on the success of his plan. There's a big celebration welcoming the Dinobots back. All the Dinobots are in good spirits, except for Grimlock. Grimlock tried to remember... He tells Huffer, but no can remember. Thing important, but no can remember. (laughs) Is it something Bombshell said? Huffer coaches. That's it, Grimlock, remember now, shouts the huge Dinobot. Must tell. He runs clumsily to Optimus Prime. Hmm, Is this about the thing that Optimus had to talk to um oh, what's his name about? I'm just wondering. It's this it, is exactly it better what be I, damn important. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm thinking is gonna happen. This is actually all of this was just part one of another story, wasn't it? Where everything yeah, is a, a good ending or bad ending unless you did this path. Is this an Easter egg in the book? Like you gotta Well, no. I mean the, the title order? of the book is Dino Dino um Dinobot Strike Back. So going. okay, yeah. wait a minute. Grimlock news, Grimlock tells Optimus Prime. Bombshells say attacking Dinobots only part of plan. Bombshells say Decepticons have bigger plan. That certainly is important, says Optimus Prime. He thinks for a minute, and then he turns to Skids. Could the Decepticons' plan have something to do with that strange electronic activity by Dolphin's Bay you were just telling me about, he says. Oh, that's why Optimus decided to have a side conversation with with Skids and say, oh, go do your own thing. Who is Skids? I'm sorry, who is Skids? I don't know who Skids is. <laughs> what is, the, is there really an Autobot named Skids? I do not remember this guy. When did he show up in the cartoon? Two episodes. Two oh, okay. entire episodes. The entire time. <laughs> okay. They should have named him Skid Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. No wonder I don't even remember him. I never heard of him either. <laughs> okay. So... It is possible, said Skids. Remember that we spotted Decepticons in the area only a week ago. Why don't you go down to the bay and scout around, Skids, suggests Optimus Prime. Take Bumblebee with you. He can explore underwater, because I just decided that's a thing he can do. 
Wheeljack, the mechanical engineer, looks up when he hears the word underwater. This will be a good chance to test out the new mini submarine I've been building. He suggests I can program it by remote control to meet you at the bay. <laughs> oh, jeez. Thomas. Sounds good, says Bumblebee. That way Skids can go underwater in the sub and help me check out the situation. Then Sludge steps forward. Me best water fighter, he brags. Me go too. It's true that Sludge might be useful on this mission, but the Dinobots often don't follow orders. <laughs> Sludge is also slow and slow-witted as well. Optimus Prime can tell that Skids and Bumblebee would rather go without Sludge. Wait, is Sludge... Sludge is the, uh... See the Stegosaurus? Or the, okay. or the Triceratops? I, I'm trying to figure out, like, why would any of those Dinobites be water fighters? I mean... I can understand that they were going to do some aerial stuff. They have a flyer, but the, the rest of them are big lumbering fools. Oh, he's a brontosaurus, not the yeah. Exactly, they're all yeah. They're, none of them. None I of was them like, are no, you're not a fighters. Plantosaurus. <laughs> so from so the quick... name Sludge, I thought he was like something that lives in the mud or something. <laughs> I just assumed, but yeah. I guess not. <laughs> I guess I don't know what powers they have, so maybe he has kind of like weird jet or something. I don't know. But the choices are Optimus Prime should include Sludge in the mission or Bumblebee and Skids should go alone. So something hilarious. I did check out the early options when you try to fight as just the one Dinobot. And all of them led to mind control bad endings, except that one led to you just giving up and going to Optimus anyway and going to the page that we actually went to already. And it just loops back to the page where he shows up and they all look at him and he says, what's going on? <laughs> so. Sludge is the wrong size. Like wow. A, a brontosaurus is huge. Isn't that bigger than a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Yeah, I don't know why he thinks he can swim. And why, why is he so small as a robot form? Like, I'm looking him up. I'm like, that's, that's not right. Yeah, he's not a full-size brontosaurus. Yeah. Maybe he's something else. Maybe he's like a, a mudosaurus. <laughs> yeah, I would just say no. Optimus, oh, no. control your people and you decide who goes on the missions, not themselves. Or then again, we might need brawl dinosaur power in this mission, so who knows? Saying Bumblebee is not enough power on its own? Bumblebee with who whoever Skids, Skids. is, because we don't even know who Skids' powers are. He's some season two character we've never met before. I think we're not allowed to leave anybody behind. That'd be discrimination. We gotta, we gotta take Sludge in the mission. <laughs> I'm gonna say leave him behind. Oh, <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, too, want to leave him behind, but I'm also like, well, maybe we will need his power. I mean, yeah, I feel like he's... Never know. All right, both of you give me a reason why, and I'll go with the better reason. Because they're going to get trapped in an underwater chamber, don't know how, and then Sludge is going to come to the rescue. Thomas? I mean, logically, that is probably most likely going to happen. Either that or they get attacked. And usually two of them are getting taken out, but then one has to go away or save or, you know, sneak in or something like that. But... I don't care. I'm saying leave Sludge behind. <laughs> oh God. That's my reasoning. Okay, you're the uh, tiebreaker, Sean. All right. I'm just, I, I feel like I want to leave him behind, but I also 
want to take him with us because Bumblebee's not enough for this mission. I think Charlie's choice is the smarter choice. <laughs> Maybe we should just flip a coin. I'm just and then we're go taking him. Like... You know what? He's going with us. Okay. Okay. Done. <laughs> All right. Let's see what happens if we include Sludge in the mission. <laughs> All right, says Optimus Prime to Sludge. You can go along on the mission. Just remember that you take your orders from Bumblebee and Skids. Bumblebee and Skids aren't thrilled to have Sludge along. See? Discrimination. <laughs> As cars, they could cover much more ground than he can, and they don't want to lose any time. Besides, they think he'll just be in the way. Well, meet you in Dolphin's base, Sludge, Bumblebee says, outside the Ark. When he sees the Dinobot's face fall, he adds, Don't worry, you won't miss any action. I'm sure we'll be tracking the electromagnetic waves all day. Now they are going to get captured and he's going to have to save them. After Skids and Bumblebee pull away, his tires screeching, Sludge sets off for Dolphin's Bay. He makes a wrong turn, but he's in luck. It turns out to be a shortcut. And <laughs> Sludge is the first to arrive at Dolphin's Bay. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> the other Autobots wouldn't be aware. They wouldn't take the shortest path. <laughs> Sludge stands offshore waiting. Then he decides to take a nap. Oh, that's so cute. Curling his long neck and tail out of sight, he looks exactly like a huge gray rock. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I just realized why we had to bring him, because the book is called Dinobot Strike Back. So why would you leave him out of the book that he's a part of? Just after Sludge nods off, Bumblebee and Skids arrive and start exploring the cove in Wheeljack's mini-submarine. Oh, so him arriving early didn't even matter to the plot. They see a large gray rock in the distance. They don't realize it is the sleeping Sludge. That's odd, says Skid, checking his chart. I don't see a small island marked on the map, but the strange object is quickly forgotten as the sub's instrument panel goes wild. Island? Wait, is Sludge sleeping in the water? I'm, I'm confused. I thought he just, he's... Yeah, I thought he was on, on the ground, but yeah. Then, yeah. yeah oh, offshore. Sludge stands offshore. That means he waited in the water a little bit, right? And then became a rock? Yeah. All right. Why would he do that? Because he's a Dinobot and he's stupid. <laughs> That's and he's, why. He's a, he's a water fighter, so he, he feels comfortable there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. That's it. That's the signal I was telling Optimus Prime about, Skids exclaims. I've already forgotten what voice I gave him. Eureka, yells Bumblebee. Let's track it to its source. Skids fiddles with the control knobs on the instrument panel, and a hologram map appears on the screen. There's no doubt about it. The signals are coming from an underwater tunnel on the coast, and it looks like the tunnel connects to a series of chambers inside Mount Thomas. No, Mount Lomas. I was made doing that to get your attention. Mount Lomas. <laughs> <laughs> the sub draws as close as it can to the coast. You stay put while I find out what I can about this mysterious underground installation. That is not a Bumblebee voice, says Bumblebee. Then he checks his circuits before letting himself out of the hatch. Bumblebee swims into the tunnel. Before long, the tunnel slants upward, and he finds himself only waist-deep in water. Up ahead, he sees a doorway, which must lead to the chamber inside. Bumblebee steps warily into the doorway. He thinks he recognizes the voice of Megatron on the other side. In just a few short hours, we will vanquish our enemies. The energy plant will be finished by nightfall. 
And with the super fuel process from black coral growing underwater at our very door, we will be utterly invincible. The Decepticons yell and cheer as Bumblebee sneaks off. He wants to return to the sub, but he knows every second counts and radios ahead to skid. Don't move, a deep voice booms. The game is over. You see Soundwave and you're going to use your radio? Anyway, I like how Bumblebee is drawn in his action figure art, which doesn't make any sense. I think this is a 1985 book, so they should have known all the art by now. But it's just an interesting little pencil design. (laughs) Anyway, Charlie. Bumblebee glances back and sees the Decepticons, Soundwave, and Frenzy behind him. Of course, Soundwave must have picked up the radio transmittal. His sensors can pick up even the weakest radio transmissions. Bumblebee plunges into the water, hoping to make his escape. A high-pitched shriek from Frenzy stops him cold. Frenzy can produce such a high grating sound that disorients his enemies and disrupts the electrical flow of their circuitry, causing them to malfunction. Bumblebee's circuits are hopelessly scrambled, and he can't move. That's what I bet it sounded like. (laughs) I think we should just leave him right there, says Frenzy. He'll be a rusty warning to anyone else who tries to spy on us. Back in the mini-sub, Skids is worried. When Bumblebee doesn't come back, he knows that something awful must have happened to him. Where on earth is Sludge? Skid wonders, looking directly at the sleeping Dinobot. Should he attempt a rescue on his own, or should he return to the Ark for help? He's afraid to radio a message, knowing that the Decepticons are nearby and might intercept it. Already he's smarter than Bumblebee. Skids should return to the Ark for help, or should he try to escape to, or, oh, or, ah. should Skid return to the Ark for help, or should he try to rescue Bumblebee on his own? Rescue him on your own. You need to be a transformed people remember, so you gotta do something memorable. What's gonna, like, trigger Sludge into action? Well, I just want Skids to go on his own. Maybe he'll call for help and Sludge will hear him and go help. But then Skids could just go to the Ark and then, you know, Sludge wakes up and goes, I'll go wander in this cave and then accidentally save Bumblebee and stop everything accidentally. If Skids leaves the scene and Sludge just goes to save Bumblebee, then it'll be Bumblebee's word against Sludge's word. <laughs> I think Skids should just try to be a hero. Just do it. You got to go I, in. You guys were there. Yeah, I think Skids should definitely try to rescue Bumblebee because then Sludge can rescue both of them and they can both feel like jerks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Thomas, you're the tiebreaker. I mean, there's no tie. You both agreed, right? I agree with both of you guys about. <laughs> I can't really, I, I don't know. I see, I can see either one of these going bad, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I'm leaning towards uh, going to rescue Bumblebee because I think this is definitely going to go bad for Skids, but you know, <laughs> Let's do the it doesn't make any thing. sense that Skids would leave and then like, okay, Sludge is just going to hang out. I don't think so. He's probably going to go inside either way. 
let's just leave our brains behind and go try to rescue Bumblebee. Just yep. rush into it. We're Headline. we're main character heroes. We gotta go 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 do it. Yeah, hit it. All right, Thomas. Uh, I regret my choice already. I think <laughs> I I think Skid should go to the Ark. Then Sludge is gonna go in, and then the Autobots are gonna come and rescue everybody. Yeah. Want, hey, who's gonna Thomas. save Sludge? Sludge's not gonna take over. So I haven't I haven't looked ahead, but I did see the path. If we left without Skids, do you want to know what happens? Uh, if we left without Skids? Yeah. If you left without Skids, do you want to know what could have happened? Uh, oh, what could have happened? There were two bad endings and one good ending. Oh, so okay. you could have actually accomplished it and just left him be and not used a Dinobot in the book about Dinobots. <laughs> if Bumblebee or Skids tries to go in by himself? If we had not had Sludge come with us in the first place. Oh, yeah, oh okay. Come with us. Yeah. It led to like three different endings, two of which were wow. bad and people died. And uh, died. Well, one when you were captured and the one was funny because like just they just do it without him. I'm like, somehow I'm like, all right. Okay. <laughs> Thomas, you're up. Oh, that's right. We're picking the second option. Skid steers the sub closer to the tunnel. He must try to rescue Bumblebee. Skids decides to take a risk and sends out the weakest radio transmission he can. If Bumblebee is closer than the Decepticons, perhaps he will pick up the message before the Decepticons do. Oh, God. Do you read me, Bumblebee? Do you read me? Suddenly, the radio goes dead, and the lights on this control console black out. At the same time, a high-pitched squeal... Makes Skids cringe. Oh no. Frenzy. He moans. Okay, sorry. Oh no, frenzy, he moans. Recognizing the maddening sound, the signal is coming from far enough away that Skids doesn't short circuit, but the sound is causing the mini-sub to run wild. Skids holds on for dear life as the sub speeds crazily through the water. Its circuits are scrambled and the sub is out of control. It shoots up like a cannonball. Breaking through the surface waves, the loops back down at top speed. Sub zigzags through the water, barely missing several boulders. Your seasickness there. It's just a weird <laughs> image of the sub shooting up into the sky from the <laughs> yeah. water. Yeah, I was looking at that when Thomas said he regretted his yeah. selection. <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny. Is it? Is it my turn next? Yeah, er, I think it's my turn again. Okay. Sorry. Oh no, Skids is getting sick. <laughs> he, he could try to short circuit the sub by using his own electron blaster. If this plan works, all the circuits will be blown and the sub will simply stop. But if the blast is too strong, it's hard to say what will happen. <laughs> we we'll charge thing all over again. He could also try to activate the emergency power supply and steering. If he gets the backup systems working, he might be able to regain control of the mini sub. Oh, so dumb! Like, why? Why wouldn't he try that and then shoot the sub? Why is it either or? Okay, yeah, I guess so. I guess there's there's an easy chance here. The uh, well, we'll see what happens. So, why are they in the sub? Can they swim? So if he if he if he shoots the sub and disables it, what is he gonna do? Or can he do anything? I think he should just disable it because I feel like the emergency systems won't work. I'm going with the emergency systems because the if they don't work, then he should just shoot the sub. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm going to go with the emergency systems. I think oh. they can. Or is he going to get so seasick that he's going to pass out? Really? 
Is that what we're worried mm-hmm. about? Okay, what did you okay. say, Charlie? Which, yeah, I which say option? activate the emergency system. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it looks like we're going with that <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, you can go ahead, Sean. Skids tries to get the emergency systems going, but Frenzy's horrible scream has ruined them. Skids is in a panic. He can't think of any way out of this situation. The sub does a backflip in the air, then straightens out and heads for a huge gray rock. This is it, yells Skids as the rock comes closer and closer. He covers his head and prepares to crash. The sub hits, but instead of crashing, it bounces back. The rock (laughs) isn't a rock at all. It's standing up. It's the next generation of Transformers, the Rock Lords. No, it's standing up. It's Sludge. The impact of the crash has left both Sludge and the sub dented, but pretty much unharmed. And the crash has finally stopped the sub. Hey, what are you doing? Shouts Sludge. Sludge has oh, a dent. Oh, wow. The sub dented. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. But yeah, th- th- again, that it's it, it's... Again, let's go back to what you know the two choices were. It was an either or, like do the emergency systems or shoot the sub. He does the emergency systems. He says, "Oh, there's nothing else I can do. Shoot the sub now." I guess. <laughs> oh my God, come on. Okay, uh, but wait right. a minute. That didn't even what? Um. Well, actually, yeah, the emergency systems didn't do anything at all. It's yeah, just, they didn't do anything, and he triggered was like, well, action. I guess that's it. This this. Decision just triggered action from Sludge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You got to find out what could have happened, Sean, in the meantime. Let's see. Yeah, I think the other one was death. (laughs) Skids looks out of the hatch of the sub, which is now bobbing up and down near Sludge. Sludge, he scolds. Where have you been? Sludge, wait for you. Sludge answers irritably. Where have you been? Oh, where have you been? Never mind that now, Skid said. Climbing onto Sludge's huge back, take me to the dock and I'll try to explain it all to you. On the way to the shore, Skids tells Sludge about the energy plant inside Mount Lomas and about the underwater tunnel that leads to it. Bumblebee must be trapped in there, said Skids. We must get him out. Yes, agrees Sludge. We also have to stop Operation Black Coral while we still can, Skids tell him. Ah, tells him, if the Decepticon computer was telling the truth, it won't be long before the Decepticons are super robots. Yeah, so that was it. That actually happened as a side quest while they were wandering in one of the other options without Sludge. So you only know that if you chose that direction and read that story too. That I guess it uh, also happens over here, whether you weren't looking. I knew <laughs> about the black coral. That's about it. <laughs> You stay, says Sludge, lifting Skids onto the dock. What are you up to? asks Skids. You see, Sludge answers. Sludge make big wave. Skids hides in a nearby hut and watches as Sludge moves out and into the water near where Bumblebee was last seen. He begins rocking from foot to foot, creating tremendous waves around him. Soon Sludge is stomping down one foot, then the other. The water above and below is turbulent. The force of the churning water carries Bumblebee out of the tunnel, free from his captivity in the tunnel, but still unable to move. Bumblebee floats to the surface. Sludge grabs him in his great jaws and carries him to the dock. There he sets him down. 
Skids runs out of the hut and drags Bumblebee inside. Thank goodness, cries Skids. That was weird. He just creates waves by moving his body around a lot. And somehow it sucks him out of the tunnel. Uh, Frenzy and Soundwave were just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Bumblebee and okay. Skids. Wait, is it my turn or yours, Charlie? No, it's your turn. Okay. Bumblebee and Skids, watch from the hut window. What What hut? It was my turn. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. It you is your end. turn. It's, it's, you could go. No, just, you can... Okay, it is? Oh, it is. We, we broke okay. sequence a while ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Bumblebee and Skids watch from the hut window as Sludge continues his stomping and rocking until he has created a giant tidal wave that pounds against the side of Mount Lomas. He adds to the tumult by whacking his tremendous tail into the water, causing the giant wave to sweep over the mountain. At last, the side of Mount Lomas slides into the bay. Cries of terror fill the air as Decepticons and lab equipment are all swept out into the bay. Sludge swims back to the dock when the damage is complete. Bumblebee is back to himself since Sludge swept Frenzy away with his flood. He and Skids meet Sludge on the dock. Gee, Skids says laughing, the Decepticons will never forget the day you crashed their party. The end. God. Wow. <laughs> oh, that wasn't even a, a pun. It was just weak. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh man! I think I, that was. I think that was similar to one of the other ending choices too. Sludge uses his water to do everything to the base. I think we need more of a happy ending than that. They all went home and they ordered a pizza. The end. <laughs> so, if you had fired the electron blast at the beam, that also led to a good ending. So we were good ending either way. We didn't actually have to worry. They both led to Sludge helping out and win in the end. Oh, well, dang. <laughs> so even if we had used the other option, shoot out the controls, we still would have hit <laughs> We still would have hit him. Well, no, we wouldn't have hit him. He shoots the sub, it sinks, but then Sludge just saves the day. He comes and picks, yeah. picks him up out of the sub, and then they just radio to Optimus and Autobots come and... They shoot Blow the side the of the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and then the same thing happens. Everything just floats out. To think yeah. I wasted my time trying to theorize how they're going to trigger Sludge into action. Well, that is kind of that is kind of rare though. That is the only time where two endings are actually two good endings are the only options. <laughs> and wow. you're so used to having like one bad ending, one good ending, or even possibly two bad endings because you've been making the wrong choices up to this point. Yeah, there's the bad, the normal endings, and then the true ending. <laughs> this well, I mean I like that they it was unpredictable like that so <laughs> I just think it's funny like I haven't I didn't read it I mean you could easily check them all out to see the different endings but I think I like saw that a lot of them while flipping through the options we didn't take but yeah that was funny that's our our canon story now Sludge accidentally saved the day by himself and then went back and they all celebrated I'm assuming pretty good choose your fate book um I've read a lot of, I mean, I used to like look at the choose your own adventure books when I was a kid and a lot of them really bored me. Like sometimes I'd get to a point where I'm like, eh, I don't feel like reading this anymore. Man. <laughs> yeah, I read, I remember I read one I got at a garage sale. I think I actually read it to my wife over there. She remembers. Uh, I remember as soon as the story begins, you have two options and one option is a story that covers half of the book. 
and the other option leads to another completely different story that's similar but covers the other half of the book. It was really weird. It's like you went on one of the two adventures based on your very first choice. But this one was good. I liked like a lot, some of it here. It was interesting. Okay, so there's apparently just 72 pages in here. Uh, okay. Page 72 is the last one, and I think that's the page you were talking about, Sean, where the Autobots fight the Dinobots and like bang their head on the ground and stuff. <laughs> yeah, which I, this, which I would not have expected. Which I would not have expected to happen since the option was destroy them before they can cause damage. But there is another one that happens, like if you had retreated to the Ark, they would have had two more plans where you would have to choose either Prowl's plan or Windcharger's plan. But I forget which one was good and which one was a bad ending. Though one led to the whole mountain exploding, and another led to like more death, I think. I don't remember. Oh yeah, the funny thing was just Windcharger's advice, or Prowl's, I forget, one of them was... To, oh, Prowl's advice was to just to have the Dinobots pretend to still be mind-controlled and then immediately attack once they were inside the mountain. And somehow that plan works with the stupid Dinobots, and that led to a good ending. I'm looking at the one with Mirage and the Dinobots, like, the illusion. Let me see. Well, apparently Windcharger's advice also led to a good ending, which was just, hey, let's just go to the top of the mountain and blow it up from the top. And I guess that worked, and they just destroyed the whole mountain with all the Decepticons in it. And they won the day that way by just dropping their base on them. Oh, there's a secret page that's missing. Oh, really? There is no, there's no page 37. <gasps> Wait a minute. In, um, I've always story... seen, I've seen those sometimes. Those are hilarious. The story with Mirage, like where he actually does the Dinobots plan. Okay, the Dinobots survive, but they never get to fight the Decepticons. The Decepticons are still out there. And it's funny, at the end they say... This was one Decepticon plan that was all wet, but all they did was remove the Cerebro shells. I guess they expect that if you that much happened, so that you'd want to read the story again and go yeah. the other way. Yeah, I guess they figure the real story is you defeating the Decepticons, because you don't defeat the Decepticons in that story at all. Soup actually does. We chose not to fight Bombshell, but... Soup actually does beat him. <laughs> he just comes in with a missile and and knocks him out. Me too. And then uh, bombshell at the beginning. Oh, there is a good ending. Well, I don't know what the ending is, but that particular fight, he beats him and grabs him. But he doesn't know what to do about the Dinobots because they're still kind of controlled. They have those shells in them. Oh, okay. Happy with how our story came out. <laughs> We didn't see the other path where we actually saw what their plan was, but they were harvesting coral, so they were transferring coral into energon somehow. I don't know how coral would have lots of energy, but make okay. like super energon. Well, this yeah. is black. This is black coral. That means it's diabolical. Oh, black <laughs> energon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like black materia. It's like just full of dark energy. <laughs> Oh yeah, there was one option I saw that was kind of funny, which Sea Spray tries to, or Skids tries to talk to dolphins, and I was like, Ugh, I'm going back and just reading our story now. I don't know what was going on with that path. I was like, oh. Why are dolphins involved now? And then Sea Spray's in here, which you, I'm just like, Well, they're Ugh. they're on the cover of the book, so it makes it look like an undersea adventure or something. Yeah, 
there's actually another Swoop versus Bombshell fight that Swoop still wins. <laughs> and he forces Bombshell to make the Dinobots right. Mm-hmm. To see like this mapped out, like they should put a map in the book, like in the very back of all the the paths or something that people can follow. <laughs> Just so you can see how many alternative stories you could make. It does mention a lot of Autobots too that are going to show up in season two here like sea spray and I guess skids apparently who will show up in two episodes only and then vanish from the face of the earth. Probably being like some of those season one guys who never come back again. What was the secret page? 37. That's well, the page that does not exist is 37. Well, it might continue. Like it might be 36 to then continue on page 37. And well, no, then... but it would still be, it would have page in the URL. I'm manually changing the URL number. Oh, to, okay. To jump to different pages. That's what I was just about to do when you said that. I'm like, I want to see if I can, like, just... Yeah, so... Did any pages when we were ha- kids actually have false pages where it said, you could not have gotten here from any other way other than cheating? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> this is cheating we learned from those online text-based RPGs back in the day before there was good games. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, it's good to see the um, Insecticons back. <laughs> the Insecticons. <laughs> I like the Dinobots too. I like I like the Insecticons. I don't like the Dinobots. Yeah. They're approached by a school of dolphins that want to play with him. They want to play with Bumblebee. While he's in the sub? I guess Bumblebee gets trapped or something from Coral that was booby-trapped in one of the things. I don't know. You can decode the dolphin's language to ask for help as skids or try to radio sea spray since I guess he's just always out in the ocean. <laughs> hey, that one Autobot that transforms into a boat. He's somewhere out at sea. Let's radio him for help. Six is weird. Swoop is getting tired. His tiny wings will never carry him to the Ark in time to warn the Autobots. He doesn't know what to do. Suddenly, Swoop feels weird. His whole body tingles. In seconds, he is back to normal size. Bombshell's poison has worn off, and Swoop zooms off to the Ark. What? What is happening in that story? <laughs> mm-hmm. If you ask for Sea Spray for help, he dies. He gets blown apart by Starscream. No. <laughs> wow. Hey, page page seven is also missing. You should try zero seven instead. Yeah, it's zero seven. That's what I'm doing. I'm just replacing the last digit on each one. Yeah. One led to prison ending where Skids and Bumblebee are just captured by the Decepticons forever and it says the end. <laughs> but I thought this was interesting. I don't I feel like this was more interesting than the the Insecticons we had read previously. Because I just remember that one being cave exploring and we only read a few of those. We didn't actually I think I looked at a few of the other options or we went to at least two or three endings, but it was quicker the way we got to a lot of the endings in that one. I just remember Starscream is mind controlled to be, or has amnesia and decides to help out in, one, in yeah, that one. I don't remember it too much, so I, I can't really say whether I can't compare to quality. 15 has a cool picture on it. The lizard is giving every indication that he plans to have Swoop for lunch. Me, very hard to swallow. Swoop tells Lizard that <laughs> he hops and flaps his wings. <laughs> that, doesn't, that sounds like a dumb story. Okay, we're going to wrap this? Yep, yep, we're done. So thanks for that reading. Thanks for joining us on this adventure to read through this book. All right, sign out. This is Sean. Charlie. And Thomas.
Good night.